my disclaimer is, I had wisdom teeth surgery a week ago today, so I can't open my mouth like really wide. And so if my smile is not big, it's because my mouth won't let me. But, but I'm so grateful. And I was just telling Earl this morning, love you. Thanks love for being you. the best husband ever. I was just telling him, I'm just going to focus on the good things. Because if yeah. I were to list out all the things going on with my mouth right yeah. now, yeah. it's like, cry me a river. Um, but I'm going to focus on the good things, which is I'm well enough to be able to be here today. Yeah. And I'm going to focus on that I can still talk. Yeah. yeah. But funny story, don't zoom in on my mouth because I had so many teeth extracted. If you look close enough, you will see some holes. So there's that. But the title of my talk, and I love y'all so much, is Can We Skip to the Good Part? Because as we all know, these last couple years, many of us are like, can we skip to the good part? I've had enough pain. I've had enough frustration. I've had enough surgeries. I've had enough loss. I've had enough pity parties. I've had enough frustration. I've had enough heaviness. I've had enough misunderstandings. I've had enough offense. Can we skip to the good part? And I just need y'all to know that there is a good part. And the Bible talks about weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And as I was praying and thinking about like what I was going to share with the room and what I was going to share with you that are on a jog or at home right now or may listen to this later, that joy is coming, breakthrough is coming, that blessing is coming and I just need you to know there is a good part and we're about to skip to that good part and I felt like two weeks out as we you know head into this new year that I just wanted to speak a blessing over y'all because there is a good part and I think we forget when we're in the middle of our pain that there is a good part and we were talking to the person who did all my dental stuff it's a work it's a work in progress we all are and basically Earl was I asked Earl gave Earl a list of questions and I'm like I need you to ask the surgeon this 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 and this and this and he was so patient Earl and so kind and took my brain dump and like talked to the surgeon about every single thing and basically the surgeon said because he asked the surgeon well sometimes she's in front of a lot of people so how's this going to impact all of that will it change the shape of her face will it change her ability to be able to like function, you know, use her mouth to communicate. And he said, actually, if we don't do this procedure, she won't even get to do the things that she loves to do. So I had to do the procedure to do the things that I want to do. And so sometimes we discount the tough times and think, why am I going through this? But actually, it does bring out something in you to be able to do the things that you're called to do. So many people that we all look up to, they have had some pain. They have had some times when they're like, when is this part going to get good? But they didn't quit. And so as we launch into this new year, I just felt compelled. I felt called. I felt led by the Spirit of God to pronounce a blessing over all of us that is found in Scripture. Because I need us to know, even when we can't open our mouth all the way, even if our circumstance doesn't change tomorrow, that there is a good part. And when you stand on the good part, it gives you the strength and the grace to do what God's called you to do. So Deuteronomy 28, I'm just going to read some verses, and I'm just praying that by the Spirit of God that they wash over you, that they wash over your family, that they wash over your business, that they wash over your mind, and that an expectation and a hope is birthed 
even in this moment. It says in Deuteronomy 2, you will experience all these blessings, leadership team of Shoreline City, if you obey the Lord your God. Your towns and your fields, and when I say this, after you repeat after me. I'm going to have you say, will be blessed. Your towns and your fields will be blessed. Your children and your crops will be blessed. The offspring of your herds and flocks will be blessed. Your fruit baskets and breadboards will be blessed. Wherever you go and whatever you do will be blessed. Verse 7, let me read this. The Lord will conquer the Lord, not you, not Instagram, not your family, not your friends. The Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. They will attack you from one direction, but they will scatter from you in seven. So whoever is going through any type of battle right now, that's for you. And you remind yourself, the Lord's going to conquer my enemies when they attack me. And they will attack me from one direction, but they will scatter in seven. Verse eight, the Lord will guarantee. Somebody say guarantee. A blessing on everything you do and will fill your storehouses with grain. And guarantee is a promise or assurance, especially one in writing. So that means he's putting his stamp on it. He's silver proof. He's like, I'm guaranteeing this. The Lord will guarantee a guaranteed blessing. He's guaranteeing a blessing over your life on everything you do. He will fill your storehouses with grain. The Lord God will bless you in the land he is giving you. Verse 9, and this is a pronouncement of blessing over every single one of us. Verse 9, if you obey the commandments of the Lord, your God, and walk in his ways, the Lord will establish as his holy people as he swore he would do. Then all the nations of the world will see that you are a people claimed by God, and they will stand in awe of you. And I feel like many of us, especially during these holidays, we think about our family members that have not claimed us, right. our family members that yeah. that we feel forgotten about, yeah. our family members that we feel like have abandoned us. Yeah. And I just need you to know that anyone that is feeling or walking in an orphan spirit this holiday season, I just need you to know that you're not alone. And by the Spirit of God, he's saying that you are my people. Yeah. I claim you. Yeah. You're with me. You are not alone. And people will stand in awe of you. Verse 11, the Lord will give you prosperity in the land he swore to your ancestors to give to you, blessing you with many children, numerous livestock, and abundant crops. Verse 12, the Lord will send rain at the proper time from his rich treasury in the heavens. So whatever is like dry and crusty and out of drought season, I'm just compelling you, Shoreline City, to prophesy over those things that are dead and to speak the scripture. It says in Deuteronomy 28, 12, the Lord will send rain at the proper time from his rich treasury, not his bankrupt treasury, not his old dried up treasury, his rich treasury. So take authority over what seems dry in your family, what seems dry in your business, what seems dry in your mindset, and remind yourself that the rain is coming. He will bless all the work you do. You will lend to many nations, but you will never need to borrow for them from them that's a promise so right now you may feel some of you may feel frustrated financially i need to see yourself 
over that mountain. Yeah. I need you to see yourself the way God sees you, which he's going to meet you at your point of need. This momentary moment of lack, either mindset or actually financially, God is going to provide for you. You will never need to borrow from them. If you listen to these commands of the Lord your God that I'm giving you today, and if you carefully obey them, the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You will always be on top and never at the bottom. This is prophetic. So even if this hasn't happened yet, we have to speak it over ourselves by faith and declare that it's going to come to pass. You will always be on top and never at the bottom. You will not turn away from any of these commandments I'm giving you today, nor follow any other gods and worship them. I'm going to end with this scripture that I've been praying over my family, that I want to pray over all of y'all, because I feel like my words mean something, but God's words mean so much more. So I felt like as we closed out this new year, we have a couple more weeks left in this year, I felt like compelled to just speak God's word over you. So I'm going to end this with Numbers 6, 24 through 26. It's all scripture this morning. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you peace. Father God, I thank you for the peace of God that exists because of what you did for us. And I ask that your peace would visit us in our homes. Your peace would visit us in our cars. Your peace would visit us in these rooms. Your peace would visit us in hospital rooms. Your peace would visit our family situations. Your peace would visit our mindsets. Your peace would visit our soul. May your peace hover over us as we step into this new year. And I thank you for the blessing that you're speaking over each and every one of us. And we receive it. And we thank you. In Jesus' name, and we all said, Amen. Everybody on Instagram, everybody in the room, yeah. we're going to send that podcast.